Welcome to episode 29 of the Offside Trap, everyone. It is Sunday, the 9th of April. We have six weeks left of the season, baby. We are nearly there. Great weekend. Man United with another fantastic win. Cruising into the top four. Liverpool struggling yet again. Dropping points. And as they look down... Drop, excuse me, dropping, in dropping points. Place, Dropping points to the leader, the leaders of the league. I came back yesterday uh, in the last two holes in golf with it against no, 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 tied against second. who though? Tied second. Against who? Tied second. No, no, no we're gonna. All right, let's talk about. Tied let's talk about yesterday. So before Zashin, you know, he's gonna do his pins on everyone. You know, last week we mentioned that you know we we went out and played golf yesterday. It's Sorry, so please hard don't to get it's so like, hard. comment, and subscribe. Thank you. Like, comment, subscribe. Go follow this guy's personal account and bombard yeah. him with some hate messages yeah, right. because of how big of a liar he is. And let's talk about yesterday, right? So we went and played let's Crystal Springs. Yeah. Chris, Crystal Springs, yeah. Well, you keep interrupting me. Can I, can, I, can I finish? Yeah. So we played Crystal Springs, you know, booked the tea time two weeks in advance because, you know, Prima Donna over here, Jashin, you know, needs to get needs to book tea times well in advance because he's a busy, busy guy. He's he's got other um, obligations these days. You know, not going to name names, but he's got lots of obligations. That's you know, you know. I like to think of my favorite something I like in desserts: whipped cream, whipped cream. Um, so think of that what you will. Jashin having a lot of whipped cream these days. <laughs> But anyways, so we, we played golf yesterday, Crystal Springs, a tough, tough course, very hard. It rained the day before, but it was it was fine. But the, the course is obviously wet just from how much it rained on Friday. And my guy, Jasheen, all right, he was talking mad shit yes, last week, everyone, talking mad shit to me. And I told you how he was making up all these excuses of, you know, maybe, you know, you know, let's, let's, I can't play. I got all these things going on and blah, blah, blah. Drug him out to the golf course. And what, you want to tell everyone what you shot yesterday? I got an 88. Nope. 98, everyone. 98. He shot a 98. A 98, which if you do the math on that, that's a 26 over par. And um, hey, you want to tell you everyone, what, what, what I shot a 90. I shot a 90. You were 18 over. The way so you I, was, I was playing bogey like golf. I was, well, you almost, you almost got 100. And this is with, uh, you know, we've never, I think, I don't think I've ever played these rules with Jashin, but on the first hole, he loses his ball over the, he, he goes left on the first tee shot, chunks it, punches it out, then goes over the green, loses the ball, drops it. 15 yards ahead of where the ball went out and then, uh, you know, picks up from like eight feet, uh, you know, and then I'm like, whoa, that's, that's not a gimme. And then he goes, oh no, USGA rules. I'm like, oh, <laughs> never played USGA rules with you before. It's usually I try, I, whenever I'm playing around with, with, you know, with friends casually, it's double par, you know, you get six on a par three, eight on a par four, 10 on a par five. Sure. When you want to mark your handicap, sure, you log it that way, but you don't treat it you have your handicap, so it doesn't matter for you. But anyways, I went with it because I knew from the first hole that he was going to struggle yesterday. And and it was and also by by mind you, 
he was he was paired up with you know one of our friends Zach, great great golfer. He just likes to shape the ball. He's a big uh, big guy, hits it a mile, and he carried you. I'll just go through it right now. He you guys started hot with him. I me and Nickel started bad. Sorry, you he guys, won two holes. He won two holes. Right, the he whole did. Round. How right. many holes did you win? One. You didn't. You didn't win a hole. You didn't did win he, a hole. I, how did he carry me by winning two holes? How did he carry me? He gave you a cushion. What What cushion is two holes? No, I'm just saying, did you win any holes? Yes, I won one hole, the 15th hole. You didn't. Hole. No, I the did, 15th yeah. hole, I'll show yeah. everyone. I have the scorecard yeah. right here. Right. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the 15th hole, sorry. And, and it, it looks like... It looks like no, it wasn't the fifteenth hole. You got that wrong, by the way. It was the fourteenth hole where you guys finally right. won. You, you have yeah. a six. You have a six. Yeah. Zach, Zach also has a six. And what did you? And win? Zach, Zach was in before you were in, so it was over. Zach had a seven that round. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He had a seven. Everyone, for the cameras, you look under hole fourteen. You see two sixes on the bottom. You see Jasheen and Zach. You see a six and a six. But anyways, they lost four up with three holes left. Me and Nikhil cleaned house. And, uh, you know, Jashia tried to redeem himself by having this miraculous comeback tie with a 98 against Nikhil, which is, I mean, you can celebrate that all you want, but that's all you need to know about Jashin. He's celebrating that he shot a 98 to tie. To tie, everyone. To tie. How did Zach carry me if he had the same number of strokes as me the whole round? Well, Zach, Zach, you know, the thing with Zach is, you know, it was a long round. And, you know, Zach gets impatient. So at the end, he didn't care. Zach just he right. lost he lost that right. willpower. Well, he didn't, and he didn't carry me. I, 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 think, I think Zach did whisper to me when, you know, you were in the woods somewhere looking for your ball. He was like, ah, it's just over with this guy. We're not going to win today. So there you go. That's all you need to know. Zach was like, this guy just doesn't have it. I knew it from the first hole. So I'm like, he wants to go USGA rules. Fine, whatever. I don't need USGA rules. I'm going to I'm going to shoot what I shot and I didn't have any of those pickups where you know I was going to get a snowman. I actually played every single shot in a shot of 90. So, um that I think the lesson we all learned everyone is Jashin as much as he talks, he's a little petulant child and and let me tell you one thing as well, he forgets how to count on a golf course because he somehow thought he went over the green by 20 yards on a par 5 that was what, 470 yards long, and this guy's driver only goes 200. So he thinks that he somehow hit two shots over the green. Someone explain that to me. Do you want to explain that to everyone? You you were begging for that shot for the whole round, it seemed like. I think you guys don't know how to count and you cheated. No, no, can you, let's count that hole. Your tee shot? Hmm. You hit a good tee shot just into the rough, maybe? Yeah. Or no, it might just right edge of the Your fairway. Second shot, edge of second the green? Shot, no, second shot, you popped it up. No, I did not. Second yeah, you shot, did. Because your, your second shot was next to my second shot. Then you hit yours over the green, well over. And then you, I gave you, gave you some free relief because there was a little wet there. Uh, you know, you think. And then you, you fluffed the chip. And then you fluffed again. You care to explain that? All right, let's get into the... Oh, no, 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 no. Let's wait, let's wait, wait, wait. You want to explain... How you lost by eight shots when you were talking all kinds of shit last week? Let's tell everyone. Hey, well, you've played that course before, and I haven't. So, so? that's that, you've got experience there. Uh, so, literally, I, I played that course. Always better in the months course, ago. Time you played it. Yeah. No, you're not. 
Yeah, you are. I actually yeah, played worse. Are. I played worse this time than I did last time. Hmm. Well, so yeah, that that just proves you that wrong. That just goes to show what a bad golfer you are. That, I'm. I'm so, hey, listen. I'm. I. I'll take you any day, any time of the week. All right. Let's all right. get into the games. All right. Let's get into the games. So, <clears throat> Arsenal Liverpool. Obviously, that was the game of the weekend. Um, two two. You know, as a as a neutral in this title race, I actually I'm fine with the result because I want Arsenal to win this thing, right? Um, but that game shows you everything that you need to know about Liverpool is that you can see Liverpool be a zero out of ten team and a ten out of ten team in the exact within the same ninety minutes. The first forty minutes, and I I told you yesterday when we were playing. You, they? They Let me ask you. I'm telling you. I know. I said yesterday. I was. I was confident going into this because right. at Anfield you have the crowd factor, and I was expecting Liverpool to be all over them. But credit to Arsenal, they came out. And they were guns blazing. They they had a little bit of luck on the ricochets, but shit defending on that first goal. Great movement by Saka to get the ball in here. He, he kind of dummied Robbo, and then Robbo was all over the place. But Martinelli, tidy finish, got the little touch at the end. And then Jesus, you know, finding the space in between Van Dyke and Robertson, somehow out jumping Van Dyke, who had a shocker of a game. And I was texting Nico, my cousin, and we were just like, he needs to fucking bench Van Dyke today, just, just put out a statement. And then, you know, I'm thinking, I'm watching this game now, I'm seeing his 2 0. And I think you've seen the season when Liverpool plays proper top quality teams that they just put us away. And they, they just put the game to bed. And this is where I think Arsenal made mistakes, and this was Granit Xhaka, 40th minute. He has a little kick at Trent, and that just ignited the crowd. Trent went back at him, pushed him. They both got carded. Crowd got fucking lit on fire, and then Liverpool scores shortly after that, right before the halftime. And then halftime couldn't have come quicker for Arsenal. They needed it. And then, oh, the, the, the incident at halftime. I mean... That ref is an absolute joke. What he, what, what was that guy thinking? Was Granit Xhaka? No, the ref. He he elbowed Robertson. When though? Like- At, after the whistle, when Robertson was went to the linesman to ask about something, I guess to some decision that he made, and he elbowed him. I, I can't believe you don't know about it. this. Was literally the, everything's that's all they've been talking about. But he clearly elbows him. You should watch the video if you haven't. It's like. I'm not even like I'm not even trying to be biased here. The guy elbows Robertson in the fucking face, and then Robertson gets a yellow card. So I don't know what to say about that, but that guy is definitely going to get fired, or he's never going to referee a match in in the Premier League ever again, um, or for at least a while. So that again, I think you know it fucking motivates Liverpool. They come out and they are just all over Arsenal. The second half was night and day. And we, we we dominated the crap out of them in that second half. They were just clinging on. And then, you know, the, the penalty happens. Salah again. I mean, he's two in a row now. He's missed to the same side. Um, I think Klopp said he's going to talk to him after the game to see if he's going to be the, the, the kick taker, which makes me think that he's not going to be the penalty taker he anymore. Up, didn't he? He's a useless penalty kick taker. He fucked it up, didn't he? He, he fucked it up for sure. But, yeah, he's... He, yeah. Yeah, he, like he missed it, but it, it happens. He bottled this whole season. 
I mean, you can you can keep you can keep saying that. Bottle jobs. You can say bunch of bottle jobs. Yeah, keep saying it. Then today you failed again. Keep saying it. You have nothing different to say. Today and you failed again because it's just complete failure week after week. There's nothing different to say because the same thing happens over. Unlike 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 you your team, I think Arsenal comes to Anfield and puts up a fight. You know, and you know, I I always just always go back to my favorite drink here. Man United are in a different stage of their development. Cheers, Draw everyone. Up. Cheers, so... everyone. Oh, are they? Yeah. What 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 position did you guys finish last year? Sixth. Oh, ahead of Arsenal. Is that right? Mm. Oh. Behind Arsenal. What, what, was it Arsenal eighth last year? Arsenal was fifth. Oh, were they? Mm. Okay, you got me there. But anyways, mm. I always go back to my favorite drink. You know, it's been a refreshing day watching the Masters. Mm. I don't know if you're right about that. Mm. Arsenal was fifth? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right. Fuck the Europa League this year. They were eighth. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, listen, you, you're you going to keep saying bottle job, bottle job, because you have nothing new to say. We've known this about Liverpool. This There's nothing left this year besides maybe going for top four, and that's very small chance. But how does it feel to support such a useless team? Can you tell everyone? It, it's it's not the, what what the second half showed me was like it's frustrating because yes if they just had that same fight energy spirit and that cohesion you're coming on and saying the same thing every week as well I can't finish what I'm trying to say I'm literally trying to explain it and you're not even letting me finish finish I'm right just now. saying I'm just saying if they showed all they had to do is if they showed that cohesion spirit fight in half of their away matches this season Liverpool would be comfortably maybe not in the top four but in that battle for the top four that's that's literally it and it's frustrating as a Liverpool fan but like I said I Klopp has more than enough loyalty with the Liverpool supporters he even came out this week in the pre-match you know interviews and stuff saying he's sorry for the season whatever yeah he says sorry he's fucked up he knows he fucked up the players know they fucked up they have to go again. They're going to have a full preseason. We're going to get you guys, and we're going to go rebuild this thing again. And there's no one better to do it with than Klopp. So you guys can chirp, and you have your moments this season. I've had my favorite moment of the season, your favorite drink, by the way. You confirmed because you, you drank it, the whole bottle in Miami. It was not the whole bottle for you. But it was supposed to be for a sip, but you decided to take the whole fucking bottle because you liked it. But anyways... I don't care. I got one of the best moments of my life this season when we beat you guys 7-0 at Anfield, which is never going to go away. Like I said, 15, 20 years from now, I'm going to show my grandchildren. You're going to show, you know what? You're going to, you're going to show your kids in 15, 20 years. Yeah, they're going to, they're going to Google, like I said, they're going to Google the top 10 most embarrassing results in the history of soccer. And 7-0 at Anfield is going to show up on every list. And and you're gonna have to deal with that conversation you're gonna have with your child. Like, why, Dad? Why would I support such a a club that that's so humiliating? Makes hats that look as disgusting as the one that's on your head. You know, that, why would they support such a club? So, you you can keep chirping at me, but the season the season's done. The season's done. We beat you head to head. Okay, what do you have to say for that? Nothing. You had nothing to say that week. You had nothing to say that week. You ran away like the little baby back bitch that you are. Someone told you to not be a bitch yesterday, and you were a bitch yesterday. All right, let's go to the Man United game. Wait, 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 wait. We're not done. 
Let's just relax. Let's relax. Okay. Arsenal. Let's look ahead for Arsenal at least. As I and I'm, I said this at the beginning, as a neutral, when when Salah missed the penalty, in my mind I was like, you know what? Liverpool might get another goal, but I don't want them to because I want Arsenal to win the league. I was like, fuck it, the season's done for us anyways. Arsenal go win it, and Liverpool got the goal at the end. Firmino, again, my guy, the fucking Arsenal killer. I think he's got like 11 out of 11 goals, 15 games against Arsenal. Just freaking just love scoring against Arsenal. So great goal by Bobby. But I give Arsenal credit. They hung in there. I think the, the image that's going to stick in Arsenal fans' minds is there was that crazy, you know, Ramsdale made some insane saves at the end. Mm. Um, there was the one save he made from Konate. And straight out of that, Arsenal had a counterattack. It was like a 3v1. And Martinelli had a f- easy pass to put Saka in. I think it was Saka. And he just missed the pass. But if Arsenal screw up the title, which I hope they don't, knock on wood, that at that moment's going to be big because that pass is made, Arsenal scores, they win. Title is very much in their hands. Now it's like shaky, right? They lose that the Etihad. Then they then the they goal stick difference it. is they gone. So goal difference. yeah, so you know, I think I think two two is a fair result when you look at the whole game. It's it's frustrating because you have the missed penalty, but like I said, as a neutral, I want to see Arsenal win. I think what they've done this season has been been amazing, um, and and so let's let's see them do it. But thank you, Grenadjaka, for making the game exciting because I think without him doing some stupid things. Liverpool would have lost that game like three four nil, and I wouldn't have been shocked. And I and by the way, I cast the over over three goals. Cha-ching. All righty. You can. We can now move on to the next game. Yes. All right, Man United, Manchester United, okay. two Everton nil, back to back wins, and we are cruising in the top four race. What, Absolutely what, cruising. What time did the game start? Four thirty. Did you wake up? One hundred percent. I was up. Do you have any way to prove that? Because I yep. don't believe you. I don't believe you. I've got messages. Sent I don't believe to, you. One second. Messages sent to Kineta at four thirty. I don't believe you. One second. All right. We'll we'll get the proof to you after this. I do not believe you. One second, because you're crying about waking up to go uh, to to leave early for golf. So I I don't believe you. One second. I was up watching the game. Lies. Watching the game. That's I'll a bullshit. Ra- bullshit radar is just going off right now in my head. Yeah. Bullshit radar. But anyways, want, we all want, we all we all know Jasheen doesn't watch these games live. He always cries about this. Do you want to? You want proof right now? Oh, whatever you want, sure. But um, and if you have proof, then sure. Uh, clap for you. Clap for Jasheen for watching his his favorite team live for right. once. Yeah. You didn't watch the midweek game live, did you? Here we go. Here's a message here at 4:33 a.m. 4:33 a.m. Oh wow. Look at that growth. I always love to see people grow, people develop. Clearly, Jashin has developed over this season. I think I think me constantly chirping at you to, to watch your team live has helped. You didn't watch the midweek game live, which was another conversation. But, uh, but yeah, okay. I mean, Everton was an easy game. What did you expect? Yeah, I mean, that was – we. you know what? Sean, it got irritated. First 30 minutes. You know Jordan Pickford, and he's done it at Anfield, right? Where everything you do, 
Jordan Pickford's there and he blocks and blocks and blocks. And then you're wondering, are we going to score? And then I was wondering if it is nil-nil at halftime, it's not going to be our day. But Scott McTominay, Scott Jarhead, Jarhead puts us one lap with a great finish. Now we're cruising. But you know, you always need two. And Anthony Martial is back. Tony Marshall scores again. Tony Marshall we still scores think, again. We still think Anthony Martial has a future at United as a, starter. as a starter. As a starter? Well, I hope we get a striker. I hope we get Ossiman. If we get Ossiman, he won't start. So then why, why are you singing his name like he's going to be your best? He's going to be such because an important Marcus player. Because Marcus Rashford could be injured and we need him the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. Let's get to that. Right, so Rashford. What's going on with Rashford? Is Rashford, it bad? So we don't have a timeline to his injury at the right. moment, but what we do know is it looks like a hamstring issue. Not so good. Not, not good, good. Not good. So what are we expecting? At least a few weeks out. I mean, yeah, I mean we, hamstrings. Hamstrings are tough. Whenever you, you're 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 a player that relies on pace. And you know what? I've been saying week in, week out about the amount of games Man United are playing. Oh, come on. Injuries, suspensions have forced Rashford. Lack of quality in the squad have forced Rashford to play every game. What? Why do the suspensions have anything to do with that? Because we've got suspensions and injuries. But the suspensions aren't at the... They're not in the front. They're not for forwards. They're for midfielders. That shouldn't impact Rashford. Injuries. Injuries to everyone else. Have really impacted. Oh them. wow! So oh, now you you get to use injuries as an excuse. Yeah, we do. We Why do. do you get to use injuries? We do because we haven't been, used it. We've been heavily impacted. I haven't used injuries as an excuse once. Right, because you've you guys are in like ninth place, so you have got no excuse. No, no, we no. I'm saying why 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 do you get to use injuries as an excuse? Because we've had uh, many more injuries. Why than can't you just say that you guys are still at, in a position where you guys? You guys are going to struggle against some teams. You have a long way to go before you're even on the same level as Arsenal and City have been this year. Why can't you just accept that? Well, I think Eric Ten Hag's overperforming with the squad he has right now. No. Eric Ten Hag is overperforming. Well, you want to talk about overperforming. Uh, same time same time last season, you guys were on similar points with Ralph Ragnick. I think it was maybe no. three points ahead. Oh, uh, you and that So you want, you want to talk about, I, I mean... You can look it up. After 28 games last year, you guys were at like you guys were three points behind what you were this season. So mm. you want to talk about overperforming with the squad? Ralph got fucking. You guys, you guys drug Ralph through the mud for how he did last season, and he was just a caretaker manager. He wasn't going to be the long term guy. And you guys still drug him through the mud, and he was so right about everything he said. He said you guys needed to change 100 the fucking the entire spine. And your whole fan base tell you ran what, that guy out of town. And, and, and you. now you've got this bald guy in, in, and he's doing the same thing. Let me tell you it's why. It's literally this. It's Let literally me tell flat. you why. You guys are so, flat. Casemiro and, and Erickson. And you lost 7-0. And you lost 7-0. Zero sugar, everyone. Casemiro and Erickson. Zero sugar. Casemiro and Erickson have seven up. nine games this season. Cheers, everyone. That's and that's the that's the issue here. If Casemiro and Eriksen played every game this season, we would be at least ten points higher I mean, than where we I are mean, right now. So I mean, those are our two. What are we players, doing here? That's been the issue. If, that's if always this, been if that, if exactly, this, if that, exactly. If this, if that. So if, if, Ten Hag's doing a great know. job. 
hey, competing hey. for three trophies. We could win the treble hey. of the season. What hey, a Liverpool hey, competing hey, for. Hey, hey, F, hey, hey, if this, yeah. if that, if this, if that, if this, if that. Hey, if, 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 if Liverpool were motivated, maybe they'd do better. If, if this happened and this happened and this happened, uh, that, that's literally what I'm here for. You, you sound like a child. I'll tell you like what, Making I'll up tell excuses you what, left and right. If you went to Hogwarts, you'll be at Slytherin because you know what, you're a... S- but anyways... Yeah, um, I mean, shoot, listen, you can say all you want. I, I, I love snakes. Yeah, you do. I love snakes. snakes. Big snake yeah. guy over here. Yeah. Big snake guy. Good. Yeah. Um, so that's exactly why, that's exactly why we aren't... I got you. You got you you're getting but we are why, nine but, games without Casemiro and Eric. I want to know I want to know why do you get to use injuries and suspensions as an excuse when those are the suspensions are just a direct result of your own players being dumb. Is that not is that not true? That's not true. And Casemiro's <laughs> second red card, it's not true. No, no, no. Yes, he there's no need for him to go in for that challenge. He doesn't have to do that. He's a winner. Because it's a winning mentality oh, challenge. Oh, come on, dude. He's a winner. Come on. Just but listen. you know what, Greg? Uh, you were all over Everton. I, I showed you win. the table last week. Though, if there's one team that deserves maybe to use injuries, Chelsea. I'll give it to Chelsea. And I'm not even saying they're, they're the second most injured team in the league. We're the first, but I'm not even saying that's our reason. Our reason is because we've been shit. You just don't accept. You just don't want to accept that your team is not even close to the level of maybe even Newcastle, by the way. I mean, the way they fucking handled you last week. I mean, you guys are not even close to Newcastle. I think we get three more signings next year, and we can challenge for the title. Oh, my gosh. Three more signings next year, and we challenge for the league. You're so delusional. Because 100%. there's been no improvement. There's no improvement. Tell me uh, where Tell me where Eric Ten Hag has done better over longevity of 29 games now. He's literally just done barely, barely anything, like slightly better right. than Ralph. I, I think we've got defensive stability, which we didn't have before. Two, control of the midfield with great signings, Casemiro and Eriksen. We've won a trophy, which we haven't won in six years. We've got leadership. You we've said got defensive within the squad. You said defensive stability. I, I recall a few games where you guys you've given up four goals against Brentford. You gave up six goals against Man City. We did. Give up seven goals against Liverpool. Three against Aston Villa. Way, shout out it's seven. Twenty up. goals in four games, right? Shout out seven. And then up. look at the other twenty-five games. How many have we considered in the other twenty-five? And that's where the defensive stability is. Exactly. You can't do math. You don't have the brain to do it. You you so you don't know how to do math based on golf. That's where the defensive stability is. Ten Hag's oh, doing wow. great, and we get the right signings. We back him in the window. I I, I I'm a big fan of Ten Hag. I want him to stay because I I've seen I don't see progress. I don't see you guys you know nipping at the toenails of of Man City and Arsenal. I don't see any of that. So I want to see him stay just to see him fail because that's what's going to happen. You know. He's gonna. He's he is literally the, the If you looked at probably a, a three year chart of Ethereum, you know it went up like this, and then and then it peaked, probably like when you guys won the the Carlin Cup, and then or the Carabao Cup now, and then it just fucking nosedived. That's 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 literally gonna be. Uh, he's, that's gonna. Mute. That's gonna be his career, uh, thing. I mean. I'm just saying that's just gonna, there's going to be this huge doubt thing, and then you guys don't have the ownership group to to stick it through some sticky situations, which 
I think is going to happen at the beginning of next season. You guys are going to struggle, and and it's going to be interesting to see if your ownership group sticks by him, which I don't think they will. So if ETH is is the most overrated overrated manager of the season, we'll do end of season awards at some point. But he is my lock for most overrated manager of the season. Thank you very much for that, United. Don't listen to this guy. We're in the top four. Everything's great, and we're building for next season. All right, let's go to the other games. You guys are fourth, though, right? You're not third. No, we're fourth. Oh, that's right, because you lost a Newcastle last week. That's right. All right, let's go to the other games. Man City. Other games. Man City continues to win. So they're obviously we've said this for a while now, but it's leading to the game at the Etihad with Arsenal. Holland is again. He scored quite an impressive bicycle kick yesterday. Um, there's the video of you know the slow mo vid- video of him looking like Fabio, flicking his hair back and forth. Um, Holland, by the way, you know he's got 29 goals, the same amount of goals as Chelsea. That's wild. This whole season. Erling Holland has outscored Chelsea as a team. With the six hundred and fifty million that they have spent, somehow Erling Holland has scored the same amount of goals. He's an animal, he's a freak. I did see some things, I saw some clips this week which kind of made me think. I don't know if Holland's ever gonna be the type of guy that you say is the best player in the league. Yeah, no, agreed. Like, like, I think, I think he a doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't do the things that make you go like, "Oh shit!" Only he mm-hmm. can do that. He's a goal scorer. He's a goal scorer. He's going to rack up these crazy stats. He's going to shatter all these records and everything. But yeah, all those hard guys that sucking hard on his dick left and right. You know, let's cool it a little bit sometimes. I don't know if you know. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, he's not even as good as Harvey Elliott. Let's just say that. Something okay, crazy. Much, yeah. That was a little crazy. That was a little crazy. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> Salah's having fucking, he's got like 40 goals and assists in a down season. People think he's done. He's fucking way better than Rashford, obviously. Yeah. Um, other games, uh, Spurs-Brighton. That game was crazy. I saw the highlights of that match of the day. Now, that was a lot of, there was a lot of VAR drama yeah. in that Brighton got robbed, just highway robbery in that match. Tottenham, I think they they went up one 0 Son scored an incredible goal, but then and then Matoma scored. Um, that one, I think you could say they got the decision right. He took it down almost with his. It looked like it came off his arm. Just like they were saying it was off his shoulder, but I think you could say that was a handball. And then so that got taken off. Then there was a Welbeck goal that got taken off. That was a bit. That's where I was like, this is getting fishy because it came off of McAllister's arm as well, but his arm was tucked in. So it wasn't like he stuck it out and it thing. It just was like, and it's just like a bang, bang thing. Like he was so close, just there's no way he would have moved out of there. So that's a bit shitty. And then, you know, the so you think goes the, up. Bar, the VAR refs would spurs that game? I mean, yeah, I mean, just they, they came out and apologized. And then there was the third one with Matoma, which was a clear penalty. And that's the one that they apologized for. And they, they, they literally, I mean, they put out a statement saying they apologized and they missed that call. So that right there, Rob Brighton of, of one point, at least. Mm. 
You know, if you count the other goal, this is the 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 Welbeck goal that's three two for them. Um, so, you know what? Spurs are Spurs have played two games more and they're seven points ahead of Brighton. Had Brighton drawn the game and win the game, that's what I'm saying. It's big for them. Yeah, huge for them. And and you know, it was it was, it was trippy that whole game. The um, I don't know the, the Tottenham guy. What's his name? Stiletti, Stellini, mm. Stellini, or whatever, whatever his name. He got red card and Zerbi. They both got red card because they all got into it on the sideline when all this these crazy decisions were going on. So it was a chippy game, proper top four battle. But you know, PGMOL, those refs, man, they just need to figure this shit out. I don't know yeah. how you look at that Matoma thing and just say like that's not a penalty. He steps on his foot. <laughs> and if any, if you're going to believe anyone for going down, believe Matoma. I think the Japanese players have earned everyone's trust for being truthful guys. They're Honest just hardworking guys. Yeah. Yeah. If if anyone's going to dive, it's going to be a Brazilian guy probably. You know, maybe Marcus Rashford as we've seen this season. But not not Matoma. Not a guy who writes gets a fucking PhD and writes his dissertation on on dribbling. Okay. That's a true guy. I think the refereeing, like you said, has been horrific this season. Va has been has had some horrific. Yeah, it's gonna they're definitely gonna look at it. Like I think yeah. reassess what VAR's about and all that shit, but yeah. And then and then the other thing that's also embarrassing from just like general refereeing is they they banned Mitrovic eight games for the scuffle he had with the refs against you guys in that fake up. And you know, I mean, yeah, maybe he said something. I don't know. They they know, obviously, in the report what was said. Maybe he said some things, but what he did was not much different than what Bruno did at at Anfield. And Bruno got nothing. Walked away from that with no yellow card, nothing, no suspension, nothing. And there's clear footage of Bruno bumping the ref, and Mitrovic does the same thing. Now, I think Mitrovic, if given that state games, maybe he said something really bad. I, I would, I probably think he did because he seems like that kind of guy. So, but eight games is a little wild. Like he's done for the, he's done for the season. Well, they're making a statement with that suspension. That's what yeah, I get that too. But well, they better make a statement now by fucking firing the guy that Elbow Robertson. Like, did you see the video? I didn't see the video. I'll check it out. It's. It's like a clear thing. Like, I mean, if you're going to do that to the players, and I get it. You want to suspend them and give them a lesson, but then what the hell are you going to do about Bruno? Bruno didn't get shit. Because Bruno's a great player. When you're no, a great but player. Did you, that, if you look at the video, Bruno bumps the ref the same way Mitrovic bumps the no, ref. No, I think Bruno was accidental. No, no Bruno it was accidental. Bruno, Bruno was, was accidental. melting down that game. No, he was having a full-blown meltdown, just like you on the golf course. All right, let's talk about Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. Frankie's back. Fat Frank's back. Fat Frank Lampard <laughs> is back. <laughs> Frank Lampard. Speaking of fat, did you see that apparently James Corden had a say? This was in the rumor mills. Had a say in, in Frank Lampard coming back? No. He, he's apparently he's become close friends with Todd Bowley. Oh, my goodness. And he, he gave that as a suggestion. Now... I'm sure Chelsea had other conversations, but now this comes out in the news, and now it just looks like you guys are taking advice from a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I mean, that just goes to show. But, I mean, it's a clown club. It's a clown Dude, club. Bowley, and Bowley is, is – your owner is on Twitter spaces, listening in on the fucking scum of the earth fans, just yeah. ranting and shit, you know? Terrible. 
Terrible. He's, he's, he's making knee-jerk decisions. And I know Chelsea fans are like, they're, they're getting all emotional. It's like, oh, it's Frank. And, and we have last time we had an interim manager that was former player. We were made a run in the Champions League and we won it all and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to do it again for Frank. And, and Frank's bringing the whole army back. He's bringing Ashley Cole back. He's bringing John Terry back. He's bringing the whole thing back. And it's like, la-di-da. It's like, no, you guys fucking suck. You guys lost 1-0 to Wolves again. I mean, Mateus Nunes. Mateus Nunes, by the way, Liverpool are looking at that guy. Um, he he could be he could be someone to watch as a signing for Liverpool. If if Wolves lower their asking price, Liverpool wanted him last summer. Somehow they they didn't do it, but he's a player. Liverpool said his goal was sick too. I mean, volley from edge of the box, magnificent. So good game by Wolves, but Chelsea, they're what? Chelsea in the now. bottom half of the table, dude. They are literally in the bottom half of the table. They're bad. They're in a bad way, and their fans, their fans are trying to spin zone this. Like they have Champions League, so good for that. But be careful what you wish for, because Madrid might just embarrass you this season. They, yeah. they might, they might do a proper undressing. And you know what? I think I'm going to say it right now. They, I think they go to the Emirates in these last few games. Arsenal is going to absolutely demolish Chelsea. They're going to undress Chelsea. It's going to be 4-5-0. It's going to be disgusting. You guys better I think that could happen. Lube up up for that one. Chelsea fans, get some lube. Make sure you guys, all the Chelsea grocery stores around around Chelsea, go. Make sure you guys have enough lube stocked in there because that shit, you guys are going to need all that. It's going to be bad. Mm, For sure. All right. So let's get on to our segment of the week, court offside moment of the week. You want to start first on the court offside? Yeah, my court offside is is the PG is is just referees in general. I want to get this guy's name. Mm. The linesman. Yeah, the the fucking linesman. Um, it's Constantine something. Referee. It's the top thing. Constantine Hatsidakis. Yeah. Remember that name because that is the only time this guy is going to be relevant because tomorrow he's going to be out of a job because of the fucking dumb thing that he decided to do. Robertson didn't even, like, get in his face, and he elbows him. So that was there, and then yesterday as well. We talked about it. Brighton Brighton Spurs, just the refereeing right now is at an all-time low, and they need to figure this shit out, like, quick. So, you know, is 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 KG Liverpool's the game today was also like Tierney. He's just a shit. I don't think Tierney's even made for these big games. He's so bad. He he's given out so many red cards in his career. But I don't know. It, it seemed like this. It kind of it it bottled over. It just you know it bubbled over, and this guy lost. So Constantine Hatsidakis, that's my caught that's up side guy? of the week. He is out of a job tomorrow. Guaranteed. All right. My court offside is Kanye West. It just came out that uh, the kids who go to the Donda school were not allowed to wear Nike and Adidas. And so Kanye West, he's, he's said and done some crazy shit in the past, but that that's just another crazy thing I've heard. Not be allowed to wear Nike or Adidas at the Donda school. Crazy stuff. Kanye, court yeah, offside. He, uh, I think they... They they still are trying to figure out what to do with the remaining inventory, huh? 
Mm. I think they're trying to Could sell it. There's like, they've got like millions and millions of dollars. I think with Alan, Alan may buy it all. <clears throat> I agree. I agree. Never was a fan of the Yeezys. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, Kanye West, yeah, stop asking retarded questions. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that interview? <laughs> I don't remember that interview. It's like a meme. It's like a meme now where it's like, you know, you know one of the memes is like uh, when your girl... Uh, is questioning you about going for a round of golf with the boys, and then yeah. you know, Kanye West like, "What? Stop asking retarded questions." <laughs> Classic meme. Classic right. meme. Uh, moment of the week. Moment of the week. My moment of the week is going to be the Live Tour because two Live players finished second and third at the Masters. And, you know, Brooks Kepka coming in second, Phil coming in third. Now, my guy Kepka was, was, uh, he was my horse. I bet on him 32 to 1 last week. I was very confident yesterday when he was up by four shots. And he just decided to just implode today, have an absolute meltdown. But he finished second. Phil shot a 65 at the age of 52. You know, Phil, I think you could tell this week he wasn't getting the same coverage and wasn't in the news as much. I think that was on purpose. Like, I think you know, really? he is he is the, you know, the head. He was the first guy to leave. He had all these comments, very outspoken. I think there's a concerted effort to not talk about Phil, but they have to talk about Phil and Brooks a lot mm. of today because mm. they were the ones that were in the mix. Exactly, yeah. And, I mean, you know, shout out to John Rom for, for coming through, but that but you know Kapka is back he's healthy and i think this goes to show like these live guys all these golf nerds that they all got mad about you know the live tour and all these guys leaving and they're saying oh they're not playing enough competitive golf dude doesn't matter dude they 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 they're still good golfers at the end of the day and they're still killer golfers so brooks is back brooks is my guy now he's back he was my guy when he was Fucking doing shit in 2019. I hope he's back full-time. Watch it. Just watch for Brooks Capu. He's going to win a one one major this year. So, yeah, shout-out. Shout-out, Liv. 100% agreed. Brooks Capu is back. Pretty yeah. about today. Uh, my moment of the week, our brother in arms, Sahit Tigala, top 10 oh, finish. Yeah. I mean, did you see that Tiger Woods moment on 16 where he chipped he it yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, so, he said, there the guys and the people in the crowd, the patrons were saying, patrons again, they're called patrons at Augusta, patrons. not fans, yep. not fans, they're patrons. patrons they were yeah. saying, do it for Tiger because Tiger pulled out today, obviously, with Plantar Fascia. There was no way he was going to play like 30 holes today. Mm. <laughs> like, there's he no way not, on that foot. The, no the, the, image, the image of him yesterday in the rain when he was like limping like an old man, giving his mm. club to his caddy, sad image. But uh, there's no way he's going to play. So they were saying do it for Tiger. And I mean, it was crazy moment. And he's just such a fun guy. He just loves the moment. That guy, he's celebrates a lot. His family's always in the crowd. You know, they're, yeah. they're a big item. So he's yeah. doing well. So Tigala, shout out to him. Shout out to Gala. Shout out John Rom. You know, he fourth Spanish, Spanish guy to win. I think he, this is 40 years after, uh, role model, Seve Balceros. Yeah. Seve dresses like me on the course. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the other way around. But um, it's not, you know, 
Oh, Sheen does look like Austin. he does look like Seve with the red shirt underneath. Hmm. You know, um, but you know, shout out John Rum naming his child after uh, one of the best, actually one of the biggest busts of all time, Keppa. <laughs> his child is named Keppa. Really? What a dumb name! What a dumb name to give your child. Chelsea, Chelsea Keppa, Keppa. Well, I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say that in my head. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, folks. He's named after a hundred million pound goalkeeper, and he sucks. He does, especially when he just subbed himself. No, did he sub himself off or subbed himself on? He stayed on. Remember, he didn't want. He was. They wanted him to come off. Oh, I miss Sari. I want Mauricio Sari back. Yeah, guy, yeah. He, he eats. He Sorry. eats. He eats cigarettes. Yeah. He tobacco, eats cigarettes. Tobacco. He, yeah. He, but no, he actually eats the cigarettes. He eats. Them. That's how fucking oh, my- mental that guy is. And I want that guy back in the Premier League. Yeah, me as well. Folks, thank you so much for watching. Like, subscribe, comment. Episode 29. Hope you enjoyed.